morning, afternoon, night. This is We Are Not Prepared, and we are your hosts, Byron and Mark Ivy. Welcome to We. Are not prepared. Hey, Mark, it's been so long. It's been a long time, long time. It's been a long time. Should we blame this on Jasmine? I shouldn't have left you, left you without a dope beat to step two, step two. I shouldn't have left you. Yeah, shout out R.I.P. Alicia Keys, or not Alicia Keys. Oh, no, what was her name? Anyways, she, she, she died in a plane accident. Yeah, a plane crash. Oh, my gosh. What's her name? Selena. No. Selena didn't die in a plane crash. No. Are you you are afraid of planes? Have we talked about this? We're just talking about this. I know. I do. Said. I can't. Like, I have troubles. I'm better, but I, like, I can't sleep on a plane. Well, yeah. I'm not a big—I mean, if I can, I will, but sleeping on—that's— you I mean, like, mint, like because you're afraid, you don't want yeah, to go to sleep. Okay. You know, yeah, so and you can't have a drink to calm the nerves either. No, I can't. You know, so my thinking is to show you my really insane thinking with this is that if I go to sleep and the plane goes down, I'm not awake to deal with the plane going down. Now, if I was awake and the plane goes down, there's nothing I could do. But I feel like I need to be awake just in case. <laughs> It goes down. There's this Kevin Nealon. He used to um, be on SNL. He used to write or be. I know, the, yeah. Yeah, you know, Kevin. So he has this bit where he goes, yeah, I had this real, <laughs> I had this inexperienced uh, pilot one time. He said, hey, everybody, whoa, hang on. Here we go. <laughs> like, the, like the plane was just like. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he goes uh, hey, it's your pilot again. Has anyone seen my, oh, never mind, found it. <laughs> like that's just the bit about the, the pilot not understanding what's going on. Well, maybe you had to hear it from him. You did. You did. She did. This is not your strength in uh, comedy. Repeating bits? Repeating bits that you hear from other people. Because your bits are much funnier. Jazz, was that funny? A pilot who says, hey, whoa, here we go. Because the plane took off. Oh, looks like it's two to one. <laughs> so you're white knucking on planes. Do black black men white knuck? Is that still a thing? Do we all have white knuckles? I have never heard that before. You've never heard of white knuckling? Oh, to white knuckle it. White yeah. nuts. I thought you said white nuts. White nuts? <laughs> I said white knuckle. I mean, we can... Which one would you like to talk about? Are you white nuts and nutting this? You <laughs> <laughs> <Not> maybe... <laughs> And here we go. <laughs> Let's just make that the new thing. But it's stressful. We, I know. Like, You're really white nutting over there, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I can't help myself. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by White Nuts. Uh, click the link at the bottom of the page and you'll get your free pair of White Nuts. All right. So things to talk about. There's so much to talk about since we've seen each other. Your trip. Which trip? You went on an anniversary trip. Oh, yeah, we went to Houston, um, which was very nice. And 
everybody's response, I said, we're going on a vacation trip to Houston. And everyone said, why? And I said, because I've never been to Houston just to hang around. And that is a fun city to kind of, I had a great time there. What did you, what did you, how long were you there? We're there, we're there two days. And so we went to the park, went to a museum. What, t- what kind of museum? It was the Natural History Museum. Okay. And we looked at rocks for about an hour. They have some rocks in there that were just, I'm kind of in a rock thing now. A lot of crystals, a lot of quartz, colored rocks. For some, some, So like those things you get when you're a kid in the gift shop at like, you know, yes, Crackle but, Barrel? Yes, I exactly like that. Now, do you own any rocks? Um, no, but I have owned many of those rock sets growing yeah. up. My daughter's getting into rocks, though, so maybe it's time to— Do I need to send her—does she need to turn to you for her rock? Well, do you— Her, her rock ventures? Are you a rock expert? No. Are you a rockologist? No. But I did do rock polishing for my daughter, which— so you know how their attention span of your children, like two seconds? Yes. So we go to one of those museums. I got like places. four seconds, but go ahead. <laughs> and, which is uh, double, which is great. Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, she sees a shiny rock, and then they, next to it they have rock polishing kit. And she goes, oh, Daddy, you could polish rocks. We could polish our own rocks. I go, well, that would be great. So we buy it. Read the instructions. <laughs> Six weeks, you have to leave this thing what? rolling. Yeah, what? you have to leave it rolling <laughs> on in the garage for six weeks, and you probably could probably do twelve weeks. By the time the rocks are ready to be polished, she is like completely left that subject. Oh yeah, on top. She's driving by now. <laughs> My goodness, that's that that is so funny. Like if I if I got into that with my how old's your daughter or your uh, granddaughter? Well, it was, or who's this? It was my daughter when she was a kid. How old was she? Do you think she was probably about eight or nine? Okay, so my my daughter's like four, but either way, like sh- when you had to break the news, <laughs> this is gonna be a twelve week. <laughs> it's like summer. It's like summer hits. You'll be like. Bad news. You're going to – first day of school is like when we can uh, – <laughs> Pull these rocks yeah, out. The whole summer. You just look at it. <laughs> but coming back, I really – for some reason, I, I've been attracted. Now, do you believe rocks have a spiritual – anything spiritual with them? People do crystals and uh, – Yeah, there's some I, – I don't – there's something there just because it's, you know, I – because I, I don't know how I can't go real deep on this. I just anything that's in, involved in nature, some way, shape or form, they're all communicating. Um, so, yeah, but I don't have I don't really spend too much time thinking about it. There's a show on. Called uh, The Last of Us. And it's about this fungus that uh, takes over and makes people like vampires sort of. Sounds like my big right toe. Yes, it's a futuristic. But one of the premises is, is that it's a, the main part of the fungus 
grows underground and it's all connected. It's really just one big fungus. Ooh. And so that made me start thinking about trees because tree roots grow towards one another. Mm -hmm. And so one day we're going to be taken over by trees because we've cut them down so much that they're all like going to start rebelling and choke us out. Yeah. They are probably angry. <laughs> the tree, yes, the trees are angry. We have not been nice. No, I again, I don't give. Um, I'll read about some of that stuff, and it, it's it is wild how they communicate, and like how you said, like the roots grow against each other. But it's also wild, like the, um, the uh, rainforest. Like that's another. Yes. I yes. love yes. reading or watching documentaries about the rainforest and, and then how it's we're nuts. losing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's isn't it great to like have these opinions about things, but we yeah. only know like a tiny. Yeah. My 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 like sweeping declaration is it's not good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Now, okay. So, do you know that I think that you're a very spiritual person? Uh. Uh-uh. I do. Why? I just think there's a a search inside of you for truth that um, is kind of otherworldly. I think that you, I think you joke a lot, and uh, but I think that you also seek truth. Sometimes I think I'm searching for my own truth. Well, I think we all are. I'm pretty selfish too, though. So I am constantly. I don't know, like to what effect? Like to what do like isn't everyone a little bit? Well, I think we all start out spiritual. But for some of us, we kind of just check out and say, I'm done. Or some people go, I just want to buy a boat, a big house, and that's my truth. I think there's there's more that you're searching for than having a big a boat and a big house. Oh yeah. I yeah. And so that's what I mean. I think there's this thing inside of you that searches truth that's admirable. Okay. Now you're making me think. I actually think uh most of our answers are they come from the inside. Most of our what? Answers we're looking for. They they come from, the answer is inside all of us. We just are very afraid to look inside. Do you have exercises to look inside? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with one. Give you, so, all right. Um, I guess you, since you're blind, you could keep your eyes open, but close your eyes and... Take a deep breath. And so I want you to imagine um, your body, that you could see your entire body on the inside. Keep breathing deep. So I'd like you to imagine your heart, that you could see your heart. You can see it beat. And imagine that there is a chest 
right inside your heart, like a little treasure chest. And it's gold, and it has light coming from it. And you have this key. And you put it in the chest and you open it. Then you close it. You take the key out. Become aware of your heart again and how your heart looks when it's beating. Come back to your breath. And come back in here. Okay. I did try. Was there anything in your chest? So... My daughter was opening the chest well, with me. For some reason, the key, the second you, you said key, I just turned to, like, Evelyn having the key to open the chest with me because she loves to see um, what's in things. <laughs> and inside, I was doing... Um, it's like normal things with my daughter that I wouldn't be doing right now. I'm not just making this up for the podcast. I was like playing catch. Well, I was on a baseball field with her. Uh, my wife was involved in like some bike rides. So like little adventures, but they all did. They all, I noticed happened with with blindness not even being an issue. I was just doing these things, you know? Yes. So truth for you would be um, things with your family and the love that you have for your family and being able to do things with them. That I have not done before, technically. Yeah. yeah. It, or in that way. Yes. Sweet. So the treasure chest is a reality of what I'll never be able to do. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> <laughs> is that this voodoo? <laughs> the truth. <laughs> that is not where I was taking that, but you could go there if you would like. No, you took me somewhere. That I was not taking you there. No, but you did take me somewhere. Yes. Maybe our one and a half listeners can can do can hit the rewind button and do that themselves. Do that themselves and go. And the remember the question that you asked before was, which I can't believe I'm remembering this dang thing, is uh, how do I find an exercise to spirituality inside of me? Yes. And so that is one way to do that. Is what does spirit spirituality mean to you? 
Um, I just think. Is it different for everyone? I I believe yes, because I think we're all unique. And so I just think our spirituality is unique to us. That is the beauty of humanity is that we all have creativity, which means our way that we express God is different with every person because God made us all different. So for one person, uh, spirituality is music. For somebody else, it might be um you know, like for Jasmine, it might be playing with buttons on a control. For you, it might be being with your family. And so I just think it's different for all of us. So, But I just think there's a force that we can't uh, understand or comprehend that's bigger than all of us. I always think of spirituality as that thing within me that is bigger than me. That thing within me that is bigger than me. Meaning bigger than my rational thinking brain. No, it's probably healthy to exercise that thought often to remind you, you know. I have to do it with work a lot because people freak out. As you know, with work, I mean, you say a grant is due or something is People will be upset, and so you have to go back and go, okay, this thing is bigger than us. I can't get, like, let the weeds upset me too much. And then people go, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) We're going to (laughs) die. Talk about you, Spaz. (laughs) Knock it off. It's like a guy on the Titanic. Really? It's much bigger than all of us. Don't worry. Screw you, buddy. Give me the lifeboat. <laughs> so, so a parrot, so so a musician, so a here we go, so a uh, magician is on a cruise ship doing shows. He's doing his shows every night, and the first night he notices this parrot in the back. And he's just parrots just watching him. So the next night he's doing a show and the parrot's back there again and he's ruining the ruining the act now. The parrot's in the back going, It's in his pocket, it's in his pocket. And and the you know, magician's like, This son of a it, rabbit's in his hat, rabbit's in his hat. <laughs> and so the next night the ship goes down, like the Titanic, like you just said. They're all on debris, just floating, and it's just the magician and then the parrot he sees across the sea floating towards him, and they're both finally meet. And the parrot goes, all right, a-hole, what'd you do with the ship? <laughs> <laughs> that one's actually pretty good. <laughs> that, was a, that was a nice one. So have you been doing any stand-up comedy? Um, I am on the Bricktown comedy uh, list for the open mic list for June so I can get some time in before the— uh, the Tulsa luncheon where I'll be telling some jokes with Mr. Leon. Is that making you nervous? No. I mean, I, I will. I do think I'll spend the first minute explaining to them that I am not your typical keynote, you know? Like the guy, the blind guy last year. In fact, I'll probably ask folks who was here last year, you know, by a show of hands, actually by a round of applause. And uh, <laughs> I'll ask them, you know, who was here last year. I'll be like, all right, just letting you all know. I'm not that blind guy. He is the only blind muralist in the world. 
I just found out what ebony and ivory meant a month ago. <laughs> so actually, you broke that to me, remember? Yeah. So I just like I just want to set it. To, and I'm not even a keynote. I'm really a key. You know, Leon's the note. The note. So I'm not even a full keynote. So there's no pressure. And that is when is that in June? That is in uh, late September. Late September. Yeah. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> I can't believe that. We're both piano keys playing together. Well, this has been fun. Do you want me to tell a joke? Sure. Have I ever told you a joke? White nose out of here. White nose is out of here. So... <laughs> So, guy goes to prison, and he go, he joins the other prisoners. So they're in the cafeteria. One prisoner somewhere just yells out, 37. Everybody just cracks up. He sits down. Another one gets up and go, 56. Everybody just starts dying laughing. He sits down. Another stands up. 22 people die laughing. So finally the guy asks the person next to him, he says, what are they doing? He says, well, we've been here so long that we've told all every, all the jokes, so we just number them now. <laughs> and so he goes, oh. So then the guy stands up and he goes, 22, and nobody laughs. And he sits down, and the guy goes, you just got to know how to tell a joke. <laughs> Dude, you're butchering it. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Thank I like you. that. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Ivy. It's good to see you. Good to talk to you. Gravy and Ivy. Gravy and Ivy. Keep going to that treasure chest, buddy. Next week, we'll have guests. We're going to find guests. I thought you were about to hit him with a, stay tuned for next week. Our guests are. Our guests are. <laughs> okay. Before, we, I know it's time to go, but before we go, I was watching a special on Hulu. So Merv Griffin, who wrote the theme to Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. When he died, he had made over $80 million on royalties for that song. Wow. That's probably more than Alex Trebek is worth. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. He came up with the idea to uh, Merv Griffin. We got to come up with something like that. It was a fascinating show on uh, game shows on TV. What's it called? Game shows. Game shows, everyone. It's on Hulu. 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 If you do not have an account, text Byron and he will give you. I'll give you my access. His. But I can't give you my Netflix anymore. Why? Because they. They cracked down? They cracked down. It was a good ride. It was a good ride. I love you, buddy. Have a good one. Love you too. Bye. This is Byron, and you have been listening to We Are Not Prepared. That's good. Thank you.